If you stand as you are able for the reading of the gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the third chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus asked him, How can anyone being born be born after have growing old? Can anyone enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and it was what is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered him, are you a teacher of Israel? And yet you do not understand these things. You speak of what we know and testify to what we have seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Christ lifted the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Good morning. How are you? You guys brought some stuff, didn't you? Oh, now as a reminder, we were going to bring things that we would be okay sharing, that we'd be okay sharing. We don't necessarily have to give them away or anything, but we'd be okay sharing. So I want to hear what did you bring and how might you want to share it with others? Oh, yeah. If you, if you want to show others, you're welcome to. If you're feeling shy today, that's okay, too. All right. Oh, what did you bring? I like the pictures. 
My favorite Bibles have pictures. Yeah. Now, what do you like about this? What do you like about that book? Ah. She likes the pictures too? Oh, I get that. What, what's one way where you might be able to share that book with somebody else? <laughs> Not quite sure yet, right? That's okay. Oh, maybe you could read it together, right? Every Sunday in church, we all get together and we read from the same book. And I think that's pretty cool. But even if you had a friend for a sleepover or for a day of fun, you might have some time to read a book together, right? That's cool. Let's keep going. What else did you guys bring? Claire. A messy rainbow what kit? Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. I see all kinds of beads and string and all kinds of stuff. Looks way beyond what my fingers can ever accomplish. Oh, I don't? Well, I don't know. Oh, so all kinds of tools. Very cool. What do you like about it, Claire? That you can do it. And you enjoy doing it, I imagine. Yeah. How might you share that with someone else? Oh, they get to play with it too, right? Some of the best sharing we do with the things we have, whether they're toys or books or anything else, is other people get to play too. Ah, very good, Claire. I'm still impressed. Yeah, what'd you bring? Oh, so it's a dog named Jingles. He's got a little bell. When you pull him on the leash, he walks behind you. And your mom got him for you when you broke your collarbone. Yeah. What do you like about this dog? Yeah. 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 How might you go about sharing something like this? What would that look like? Yeah. You might, you might be able to share more than one at the same time, right? Or here's an idea. You can invite others to bring the stuffies that they like and you could all play together. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because part of sharing is sharing what we have outside and part of sharing is sharing what we have inside, right? That'd be a lot. 
Whoa. So you got the party covered, huh? All right. Let's hear a few more. Ooh, a squish. I like it. Uh, I'm, I'm learning, guys. I'm learning. It's... I don't know. I just heard the word right now. And I couldn't tell you. Wow. Well, tell me about both of these. What do you like? Tell me about the bracelet. Why is that special to you? Because your mom gave it to you. Yeah. Tell me about the squish mellow. Why do you like that? Yeah. Keeps you company, right? Soft and squishy. Yeah. Kind of neat. It kind of does. Ooh, Lily, tell me about how you might share the squishmallow. Yeah. What about the bracelet? What's it look like to share that? You can show it. You can even tell them the story about it. I think sometimes sharing a story about love is a really important thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear a couple more. Brady, then Cooper. Your squish mellow. Nice. What do you like about it, Brady? That, you, that is squishable. I'm catching on. How might you share it? Yeah. You can let them have it for a little bit. Do you think they'd like to squish it too? Nice. Cooper, what'd you bring? Snake skin. Ooh, thank you for not bringing the whole snake. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Now, tell me, why do you like this? That sounds really cool. It's a time when you're able to spend a few really important moments with family and friends. It's a point of conversation and it's just interesting, isn't it? Yeah. How might you share a snakeskin? Ooh. So already you're sharing some of the skin that gets shed, right? Hopefully with people that actually want it, right? Okay. <laughs> Good. Good. I like it. We have a few more. We're going to take some time. You all brought stuff in. We're going to take some time. Yeah. Rock collection. Whoa. What do you like about it? Yeah. The rock collection rocks. That's pretty cool. How might you share something like that? 
Yeah, you can show other people. You maybe if you're comfortable, you can let them hold them and look at them and see them. That's pretty cool. That's your favorite. Oh, that's a good one. Where'd you get that? Pap gave it to you. Nice. Does anybody else want to share? Well, here's as we've been here. You're looking at each other already, which is really cool. The way that you just naturally share with one another. In our lives, God will give us, yeah, do you want to share? Is that a squish? Oh, what? And a sticker book? What do you like about those? I like to play with them. How would you share that? You don't know? Have you ever passed stickers out to people? That might be cool. It's something to consider. Can everybody look at my nose? Right here. In our lives, God will give us so many things. We'll have squishes and toys. We'll have friends. We'll have family. We'll have love. We'll have food. So many things. We'll have time. When God shares these good gifts with us through our parents and through one another, we want to share all that we have with the world. We can always find a way to share something. Sometimes we give it away. Sometimes we share it for a time. Sometimes we invite others into it, just like a really good case of bracelet-making thing. <laughs> but in any of it, the important part of it is to share. So this week, I want you to take whatever you brought, and I want you to try to share it with someone. It could be someone in your house. It could be a friend. It could be a new friend. Whatever you do, I want you to practice sharing it. And next week, I want you to come back with a story of what that was like. Okay? Do you think you can? Try your best. Try your best. You don't have to write it down. It's not school. All right. Should we say a prayer? Let's say a prayer. Gracious God, you have blessed us richly, and we have so many things to share. Help us, like you, to give what we have, sometimes to give it away, sometimes to share the experience, sometimes to share the story, but somehow to share. Thank you for the good stories here. Thank you for the love behind these stories. Thank you for your presence as we share with one another. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah. I like it. Now, this is the first time you've ever not immediately run back to your seats. <laughs> but you may go back to your seats. That's amazing. I do. That's so cool.
In the name of Jesus, amen. If you want to do a good job sharing, it takes some time. You got to linger a little bit. You got to hear the stories a little bit. You got to stay for long stretches so you can explore and interact and do all that kind of good stuff. If you want to do a good job sharing, it takes some time. You feel fuller. Often you feel fuller when you're done sharing than you did before. It kind of goes against our thoughts of sharing. If I have some pie and I share some pie, I have less pie at the end. But like Kristen has taught me with the best blueberry pie in the world, if I share some pie and I make it with others and I have a good conversation, I feel fuller than if I would have ate that entire pie by myself. And probably better too. If you want to share, it takes some time. And so we dive into this story of Nicodemus today. And we realize that late at night, when Jesus has every right after a day of healing and teaching and forgiving and loving, Jesus has every right to say, you know, I might need to sleep. But Nicodemus comes to him at night and he is gung-ho ready for a little bit of sharing. He wants to talk about the miraculous things that Jesus is doing. He wants to ask questions. He wants to dive in. He's truly curious, truly inquisitive, truly wondering. And so Jesus settles into the long experience of sharing, of talking back and forth and Nicodemus gets to do what so many of us want to do, to sit down across from Jesus and just start asking questions, to go back and forth and slowly uncover the layers that, are, that our heart is. And as we do, as we go deeper and deeper, that good sharing grows something. I believe that this story is one birth story that we find in John. You see, in the Gospel of Luke, we have, while shepherds were keeping watch over their flocks by night, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. We have that Christmas story. And in the Gospel of Matthew, we have a quick little story about the birth of Jesus. Mark is just off to the races. But John, John says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, but hides a birth story somewhere else. Here with Nicodemus, we have the beginning of his baptism, of his birth. Here with Nicodemus, we have the beginning of him slowly coming to understand this faith. We'll see Nicodemus a couple more times in the Gospel of John. We'll see him standing in the Sanhedrin several chapters later, 
And here he'll begin to defend Jesus and his actions in the company of the ones around him. We'll see him again at the cross of Jesus, helping to take his body down and prepare it for burial. You see, over the course of Nicodemus's life and time with Jesus, he slowly, slowly comes to understand faith. It slowly, slowly comes to bury itself in his heart. He slowly, slowly has his actions life wrapped, aimed toward Jesus. If you want to share something, it takes some time. Last week, I asked you to consider how faith had been shared with you and how you've shared faith with others. I'm sure some of these moments might have happened in an instant, and others happened over the long, long course of life. But I think inside each story, whether there's several different ones with several different people or a long, long life of sharing, we understand that the process of sharing takes time. A lot of it. God gives us time in our lives. And we have the opportunity to do the long work of sharing. You don't need to set aside necessarily different time or different activities, though you can. You don't need to set aside a different path of life, though sometimes you'll be called that way. No matter where you are, how you are, who you are, you have the opportunity to engage in this long process of sharing. Because it doesn't matter if you know this person or not. If you're holding a bag of snakeskin, a conversation is bound to come up. And the long process of sharing begins. And it doesn't matter if you know this person or not, if they sense the scent and taste, and touch, and sight of love and forgiveness in their midst, a conversation is bound to come up. And the long walk of sharing begins. You never know when this opportunity is going to break into your lives. I think it's a misconception that you have to go looking for it. I think it finds us. It interrupts us. It discovers us when we least expect it. Take the best parts of your faith and wherever you are, share them. Not once, but over the long course. So too we will find the beginning of our faith, the birth of our own understanding, a rebirth, a daily rebirth in our baptism again and again, where water and word will meet to remind us that we too are being made new in this long course of sharing. It is in sharing that our own faith gets honed and sharing our own faith finds life in sharing our own souls are filled 
like they weren't filled before. Like Nicodemus and like Jesus, we have the opportunity to engage in this long, long road. And so take what you have, whether it's a faith that feels full or not, whether it's a faith that feels complete or not, and start sharing. Sometimes let others share with you. And wherever you are, may the God of heaven and earth, the one that gives us all things, shares all things, and walks this long road with us, walk with you as we share and share alike. Amen. Thank you.